Welcome to Armenian Women Empowerment. This is a podcast that will help you identify the negative and sexist rhetoric thrown your way and how to stand up for yourself in its wake. You will hear Jackie's personal story of how she survived an emotionally, familially, and financially abusive marriage and how to identify and prevent toxic family and professional relationships for yourself. It's not amut to be an Armenian woman in the diaspora. It's empowering. Let's switch this conversation up about us and take actionable steps towards uplifting, encouraging, and empowering ourselves each day. Okay, this is unreal. I'm about to push out my podcast about how we need, absolutely need, to see more Armenian women in important places in the diaspora and Armenia everywhere, that we need to support Armenian women everywhere. And last night, I was on social media and on an Armenian uh, Facebook website page, on that platform, somebody had asked a very good question. A very good question. It's, it was something to the effect of, what do you think we need now more than ever to make Armenia better? I think that was the question. It was something like that. And my answer, there were a bunch of comments, but I just immediately went to my stock answer for everything that needs to change in Armenia, and that is, more women sitting at the government tables in the government houses, right? In Armenia. And, uh, you know, something like that. And so I went back to that comment and lo and behold, I had three likes and two angry faces. I had two angry faces on an Armenian website. And no, they weren't trolls from Azerbaijan. I checked their you know, profiles as much as you can. Usually when people are not trolls, you're able to see some form of recognizable, you know, a Facebook page content of your profile. And, and they were legit people. One was an Armenian man and one was an Armenian woman who gave me the angry face emojis to my appropriate comment that we need more females in and around the important spaces in our Armenian government. Wow, the very first thing I thought of when I saw those Armenian angry, those um, uh, Armenian, uh, uh, you know, comment, uh, you know, emojis attached to my comment in the form of an angry face was Amut. Amut says he. Amut, really Amut. Like that's when the word Amut comes in handy. When you have an Armenian woman who isn't in agreement with the fact that we have total inequity going on, total imbalance in the government going on because we have so few Armenian women sitting at the tables. Really? Really? That's Amut. That's what Amut is. You want, you want to know what amot is? Because I don't like to use that word a lot. Because it doesn't refer to me. 
it doesn't re refer to the feminist in me, but it was appropriate for me to feel that instant amut burn, amut kezi for giving me an angry face. That tells me a lot. It really does when it's coming from an Armenian woman. So check yourselves, ladies, check yourselves. Don't be that person. Don't be angry about someone wanting Armenian women to come to the fore and sit at not only the kitchen table, but the government tables. Let's support each other. Let's be our backbone and our cheerleader and our Armenian women supporters. Let's be those people for Armenian women. We deserve it. We need it. We have to have it. Armenia will not survive without Armenian women sitting in every important seat in the house. I'm having a hard time titling this podcast. I thought I had a good one, but now after this episodic moment on Facebook, why am I even saying episodic? It's not, we all know that we're out there. We all know that as Armenian women, we have this going on where we're having a hard time pulling forward and even acknowledging and accepting our own talents. I know, I know it's not an episodic moment, but it's definitely something that needs to change within and without. I don't think Armenia can survive. I mean it. I don't think we can survive without more empowered Armenian women sitting at all tables in Armenia. And I don't know. Maybe enough is enough will be the title of this one. Maybe enough is enough. Have a great day. Hi, welcome to Armenia Women Empowerment. So, so glad you're listening today. Thank you for listening today. Um, I wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, a subject that is really just what I see is low-level anxiety amongst Armenians. Armenians don't like to talk about a lot of things and we especially don't like to talk about sex and money and politics can be the only way that we agree. In fact, <laughs> politics are something that we always love to talk about and feel very comfortable in this space. <laughs> and I love and hate that dually ab about our culture. I mean, you know, many memories of sitting at the dinner table, whether it was in my, uh, my growing up family or my current family and having these political discussions, uh, you know, hashing it out, very Italian family style, right? Lots of loud and proud voices in the room. But the thing is, we love talking about politics. And I only wish we could feel just as comfortable talking about sexism, chauvin chauvinism, um, 
you know, um, a petite mall, you know, stereotype threats against our women, all of it. I wish we could talk about that more freely. And I feel like the more we open up and share our truth, like I share my truth with you, then the more comfortable we become with that, kind of like getting used to something over and over if it's talked about, then we can get used to that, you know? I remember when I was growing up and um, in the 80s and Madonna was such a big deal and everybody had so many things to say about her, right? You know, she's too sexy, uh, she's crossing the line with erotica and all of that. And I'm like, hello? We had an Armenian badass singer who did that long before Madonna ever got started with that, and her name is Cher. Sherilyn Sarkeesian, baby. Eat your heart out <clears throat> with her beautiful Bob Mackie clothes. And so, you know, we've got this thing where we just kind of continue throughout the generations um, not just Armenians, not just limited to them, but I always remind you that that's what I'm here. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here to empower you, okay? If somebody else wants to have their own show, you know, Italian Women Empowerment, then, then they can have that. This is Armenian Women Empowerment and the men empowered enough to listen. And so when we talk derogatorily about women uh, like we spoke derogatorily about Madonna, badass Madonna, love her, dressed like her, wanted to be her. Okay, maybe I didn't dress like her completely and totally because at the end of the day, I am raised in an Armenian family. So no, could not have any holy <laughs> shirts. <laughs> um, oh, my mom got so mad at me when I came home with holy jeans. I'll never forget that. But you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, we loved her. She was like the hottest thing since sliced bread. And since Cher and Sunny and Cher specifically where her clothes were very scantily clad on her body and she's gorgeous and um, you know was back then still is now um, and and so yeah you know what we're gonna have to like just start getting more comfortable talking about sex and money in our community and chauvinism is alive and well uh, apparently in Armenia, it's thriving. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've, I've mentioned to you before, I think that it's time we had a woman in the House of Representatives. And, you know, I'm looking at all of these pictures coming through Armenian government, civil net and all that. It's just a bunch of old men sitting at a table. Very rarely do you see a woman, even a woman journalist, uh, much less a man. Well, okay, you know, you might say you're a journalist, you're just reporting the news out there. I'm talking about a real journalist that gets in the face of Armenia and calls out the BS that goes on there toward and against our women and uh, raising a society of men who think that, that's, that there is a special place for women at the kitchen table, but not at every table, okay? So we're trying to prevent this from happening in our future generations. And here I am in a meeting and um, I'm, you know, I never name names, but I'm sitting here in a meeting and it was so interesting to me that um, 
priorly perceived person in the world, in a community. We all change and that's all good. Change is good. Growth is good. But uh, <clears throat> a man who was previously perceived as having a little bit of that, you know, sexism going on, not feeling that women were necessarily the right person for certain roles in the community, actually said that he was quite annoyed when everybody was trying to get him married out there when he visited because he is a married man, but everybody saw him as some kind of more suitable person maybe because he was from America. I don't know. Like it was, it was just so bizarre to me and bizarre to him too. He was sharing this with us. He also said that chauvinism is still a big deal out there. And I was like, you don't say, yes, we do have a problem with chauvinism in Armenia. And, uh, you know, I appreciated him admitting that. I really did because that shows me that we are on the path to growth and empowerment and uh, enriching the lives of Armenian women everywhere. We, we need to be on that path. If we're not on that path, we better get on that path because our kids are watching and they're also watching, um, you know, the, the diaspora change around us where, um, you know, chauvinism is much less and starting to become you know a thing of real chauvinistic past right when when chivalry and all of that stuff was well actually chivalry is the positive word but but you know what i'm saying i i just uh, i'm feeling like we are going to be doing our our youth a disservice when we continue this kind of chauvinistic way of seeing things and how things are done in education in finance in lifestyle in um you know, uh, housework and healthcare, all of it. We've got to shift that focus from, you know, women role, women's only roles and men only roles. And that's what chauvinism does. It really, it really is just a pretty word. Chauvinism is just a pretty word for Archie Bunker. <laughs> Those of you who grew up watching all in the family, you know that Archie Bunker was probably one of the most chauvinistic guys in the world. And, you know, it was funny because it was a sitcom. We all laughed. But at the end of the day, he was kind of perpetuating that feeling of, you know, men are better. And I think that Armenia has no place perpetuating that view. Because what ends up happening is We've already got like low-level anxiety from pandemic. We've got low-level anxiety or maybe even high-level anxiety from the war and the outcome and how you know, we lost our lands to the enemy that just continues to boast and praise and stick heads on sticks and say, yay, this is what we did. So we as a society, as a nation, as a diaspora, as an Armenian community have no place left anymore for these outdated views about women being somehow lesser than a man or needing more protections in some areas and no protections in others. Okay, we have to stop this. This is not a healthy view. It doesn't help us move forward. It doesn't help us see the significance of our, you know, um, our place in the world and our importance and relevance. And, you know, I'm not even talking about like 
men only, I'm talking about women too. We are watching, we are seeing that, you know, when there's someone, a man, usually a man, that is really important in the community, they are seen as somebody that needs to be catered to first before your whatever it is, artwork, uh, literature, poetry goes out there on the mainstream in the Armenian community. It's got to be second place because this person is way more important. They come from this role and that role. And, um, you know, I'll admit that uh, I've had kind of an easy road every once in a while because of the way people perceive me in the community as being, you know, the relative of this historian. And, you know, therefore you should get the position before so-and-so. Well, yeah, I might might be able to earn that position before so-and-so, but could you just interview me for it? Could you actually give me a chance and let you know and prove to you that I am the right person for the job? Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we have this tendency to view um, importance in our community in general as something like something of celebrity status rather than of just wow this is awesome that we have this person in our community that can bring forth positive change let's celebrate that but not make it make it seem as though you know there's some god godlike creature that is going to you know save us it's not like that we we can't we, we don't have time for that. We actually don't because so many people, so many of us have so many talents that we need. We need today, you know, and I'm not just talking about selling product and boosting the economy. That's an important part, by the way. It is very important. Kind of interesting that we, you know, that we have, or that we're all on board with, uh, you know, boosting Armenia's economy, yet we still can't talk about finance around women. We still don't feel comfortable talking about our pocketbooks, our personal finance, or our business finance. Those things are, you know, kind of uh, left to a cliche about us, or it's not as important as, you know, um, you know well, talking about politics. <laughs> so... I think that we need to really switch up these conversations. We need to listen to each other. We need to revere each other for the talents that we have and not just pigeonhole uh, X, Y, and Z person because they come from good stock there, therefore their stock must go out first before the other stock because you know the other stock we don't know about. For crying out loud, man, you know, there's plenty of room. There is plenty of room, there's plenty of space for us to live in this world together. There might even be more space now, sadly, because of all the COVID-19 deaths. Ugh, makes me feel very sad when I even think about that. But um, we, 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 we need, as a community, we need to just you know lift our inhibitions we need to, to to push those aside and really respect each other for who we are so if somebody has an idea it shouldn't be just well they're from good stock they're from a good organization they're from here or there 
No, it should be, they have a really good idea, period, end. They have a really good idea that we should look into, period, end. Not, oh, let's see what family they come from, or this isn't your place because you are a woman and there is no one in your uh, you know, family who is someone. You know, we gotta, we've got to stop that. There's no room for chauvinism of any kind, but especially that kind where, you know, you have to be someone in order to be heard or listened to. And by the way, I also am very appreciative of those people who take advantage of being heard and listened to and revered. I, I love that they're, you know, promoting this po political campaign like System of a Down and Surge Tank, and we love you. And yes, we do want to, you know, have those platforms where we can, you know, feel confident that someone will be listening to us because you are someone. I get that. That that's not. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I just feel like what's what's happening really is it further pushes the Armenian woman aside and makes her story and her idea and her talent seem irrelevant when in fact it should be the opposite. I mean, recently I've seen a lot of stuff, I guess Paran, pa, Paranjanov, did I say his, right, his name right? It's horrible. I should ask Lady Gaga how to pronounce his name because she seems to like him. But Paranjanov, he, he is all over Instagram and uh, Twitter right now because people keep posting his wonderfully artistic and creative films and the colors. Oh my God. You know, it's just really cool watching it. Like I feel like back in the day I appreciated it too, but now I really appreciate it as an older adult and a creative myself working on my, um, my, you know, hit my hidden talents, um, from being under the thumb so many years. Uh, during my marriage, I I really appreciate his films, and and I'm looking at this and I'm going, damn, we really revered the Armenian woman for crying out loud. She is all over the place in his art. She's everywhere. She's in lace. She's in coins. She's in jewelry. She's bedazzled, and uh, you know she is pomegranate, and she is wine and she's beautiful and I think where did that go where did it go where did we go from highly respecting and uh, you know um, um, revering Armenian women to this closed-minded way of viewing the Armenian woman as having a place behind a stove in a kitchen, in a hospital as a nurse, and not a doctor. Where did we where did we get that? Where did we get that? It certainly isn't prevalent in Paranjanov's beautiful movies and art. It seems to me that we have lost our way. And you can say that that's also not our fault as Armenians and um, I'm not giving excuses to Armenian chauvinistic men, you know who you are, but I am going to say that, you know, we aren't at fault. We have, I, I, I've always, I've always thought this and I still think this and um, we have always somehow 
um, picked up on the Turkish view, the Turkish extremist Muslim view that obviously was so prevalent in our time because, because the most sexist people on the planet, like look at that, just look at that, the most sexist people on the planet. You know, I remember when, um, I remember when uh, my, my mom, I think it was, my mom had said that she visited Jordan in the late 60s, I think it was the late 60s, and she said that there was quite a bit of controversy over the charshaf and wearing the charshaf on your, you know, over your face, on your head, covering your head. And she said to me, she said, you know, she refused to wear it. Um, and many Armenians refuse to wear it. It isn't their religion. But she also said something very interesting to me. And she said that that reminded her of the stories her mom told her about the Turks and how they would force Armenians into being a certain way. And obviously, we weren't being that certain way enough for them. But I also think that some of it stuck. So whatever way they were trying to get us to be, which in this case, wearing the veil or being in a certain place, staying in your certain place, um, you know, having a non-important seat at the table, all of that stuff probably stuck pretty well. So I'm not going to blame our... Armenian men for having this view for so many years, but I am going to say that if you're not changing and you're not moving and transforming that view of the Armenian woman, you are going to lose us. You are absolutely going to lose what we have to offer to the community, and it's going to be a huge waste, and we are not going to move forward. I, I absolutely believe that if we do not change our view about the Armenian woman, we will not move forward. If we don't evolve and transform and um, you know, pray for a better, a better view, a better treatment of the Armenian woman, we are going to be doing a disservice to all of us as a whole it's going to be a catastrophe. It's going to be like the continuation of the genocide, a piece by piece cutting off of a very valuable, important part of our society, the Armenian woman. Do you think it's a mistake that Lady Gaga put that video forth? Do you think that's a mistake? I mean, look at her. Lady Gaga is the modern day Madonna, uh, Cher, and she put forth a beautiful, you know, uh, rock video and included Padanjanov's, you know, um, uh, piece, his, his uh, very important, uh, you know, film. And she dressed like the Armenian woman and she held the pomegranates and you know it's just beautiful really but do you think it was an accident see I never think these things are an accident if I really had time to talk to um, 
you know, stars are real people, by the way, they're just really busy <laughs> and they have other people usually managing their social media accounts. So it's not like you can get to them directly, but, um, it would be interesting to have a conversation with her and, and see if she is in, in some way helping society switch up their views about the importance of the woman in it. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Just like years ago when I babysat Steven Spielberg's son and uh, he was busy shooting in uh, Auschwitz. He was shooting Schindler's List and he was in Auschwitz at the time with his crew. And I remember we had this long distance phone call and I said, by the way, thank you for making this important film. And you know, an Armenian genocide film is next. And he actually said, no, it's not next, it's long overdue. That's what Steven Spielberg said to me. So I don't think it's an accident that you know, Lady Gaga wanted to represent a, a piece of Armenian history that is especially hmm, exposing, in a good way, the Armenian women and really putting forth the Armenian cause and making us see art and appreciating, um, you know, all that, you know, the female form has to uh, represent and, and, you know, offer to the world, you know, um, we're so complex, <laughs> we're so unique as a species as a human species, yes, but as women, even more so, you know, like we're pretty badass, you gotta admit. And so when you take that badassery out of it and you treat us chauvinistically and have these views, these, you know, very, very outdated views of us and cast us aside and, you know, even get your family members to, you know, gossip and rail on you and, you know, ignore you and your ideas, then you're participating in the continuation of a genocide of sorts, slowly but surely killing the Armenian woman's desire and dream, slowly killing her umph for living and putting forth beautiful art and creative prose and writing and uh, creativity, uh, and um, you know, filmmaking and acting and all of it. You're, you, you, that that is just a shame. I don't want to be seen as the generation that perpetuated, um, you know, wearing <clears throat> a very tight girdle. I don't want to be seen as the generation of Armenians that still had in 2020, 2021, still had a table full of men in the government house making decisions. I don't want to be part of that. I want to be part of the change. I want to be part of a movement toward progress. I want to be part of a, 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 a transformative group that looks at everyone individualistically and not lumps everyone in a you know, in a space of, well, they're so-and-so. Well, you know, they have this because they're so... No, we can't do that anymore. You know, that's, that's outdated. 
That doesn't, that doesn't prove anything. That just means you're putting forth the same, a lot of the same. It's like the same blood going here and the same blood going there. And, and believe me, it's going to be male blood before female going here and there. <laughs> you know, and we don't want that. I don't think any of us would want to be part of that scene, right? I'm pretty sure everybody who listens to me anyway would agree that it's high time for Armenian feminism to rise above the muck and, you know, promote Armenian women wherever you go. Wherever you go. Just do it. Just find, I, I challenge you to find an opportunity every day like you know what I have this I have this note card um, I have this note card on uh, my morning altar where I meditate and it says find five minutes a day to be beneficent to the Armenian community in some way and I'm, I'm not joking somehow I make it work sometimes it, it, it doesn't happen right away it's not like early in the morning it doesn't you know I don't have like a measurable goal time where I just but I have it on my altar and it's there and it's out there in the universe and somehow during the day whether it's on social media uh, since a lot of that happens via social media I'm very good about my bubble and I don't go out much but you know wherever it is somehow I manage a socially distanced meeting or, or a social media uh, promotion of some woman in the Armenian community or you know somehow being beneficial to my immediate community or the community beyond or somewhere in Armenia I think if we if we did this if all of us did this every day you know sharing uh, posts and you know really rooting for the Armenian woman business or what whatever it is you know you can do that you can find time in your day to do that especially now like now we're all over the place right you know what I mean like <laughs> we're on Instagram we're on Twitter we you know we joined we're on Facebook we are all over the place that's a good place to start with uh, posting commenting and sharing right we are in the right places now because this war did bring us all online if we weren't online before we are definitely online now right so listen if i can find five minutes a day my goal my 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 note card actually says five minutes a day being beneficial to the armenian community if i can do that and it happens sometime throughout my day then you can do the same and promote an Armenian woman, whether business, profession, um, idea, therapy, exercise, whatever it is, you can do that. And you too will be beneficial in some way and help our women move forward. Help us get out from under the freaking thumb that helps nobody serves no one to be under that thumb okay now unless you're gonna do like a, a, a video for 
the Rolling Stones, or maybe they'll do a remastered Under My Thumb. You remember that song? <laughs> maybe they'll do a remastered one, and you'll be like, okay, I'll be part of that. I will. <laughs> Unless it's something phenomenal like that, then we have no business being under any Armenian man's or Armenian woman's thumb. Because Lord knows we have those women in our lives that help perpetuate the men who degrade and put down. So I think that's my challenge to you. You know what? I didn't really have a good title for today, so maybe that's going to be my title. You know, challenge yourself to promote Armenian women every day. Challenge yourself to be an Armenian woman supporter. And that is all I have to say about that. And I would appreciate it if you kept your businesses coming. Definitely let me advertise your business. I am running out of businesses to promote because I'm not hearing from anyone any, anymore. Um, you can DM me at Armenian Women Empowerment on Instagram or email me at JackieAw2019 at gmail.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-A-W-E-2019 at gmail.com. And I will promote you and I will shout you out because I think you're great. Thank you so much. Have a great day and catch you next time on Armenian Women Empowerment.